We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotowire DFS show. We're talking Saturday's five-game slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zdroik, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Balanji. Jordan, so this is it. This is your final show of the season. You're going, you're going away. This is it. So there's two more. Going away. You sound like I'm going to prison. You are. You're going away. Uh, so you're going to you're gonna be in Alaska next weekend. Can you play in Alaska next week? And also, how many King of the Pitch pitch tickets do you have? going into the final couple weeks here well i can't play in alaska so on that saturday that i don't think it's legalized in alaska so Makes i'll be sense. on a cruise i mean uh, you can't even access DraftKings site on the cruise wi-fi so like it's blocked uh, like it's, it's not DraftKings blocks it's carnival blocked uh so no i will not be playing next week but the week after i've been in sh- i've been assured by DraftKings vip hosts that <laughs> That my my tickets will be auto redeemed, so I can edit them in Las Vegas on that on that Sunday morning. I'll have to get up even earlier than I would normally because the three hour time difference. Uh, but I still I, I still just have four. Maybe I'll get a fifth one. Maybe I'll get a fifth one tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, I know you're not grinding in the showdown and, and two game lobby like like all of us over here. So also also I don't play like the five dollar ones. I don't. Like typically, typically I'm trying to, I, I try to get in with the one fifties, the 23 man one fifties. Yeah. So we got a couple, we got the one fifty this weekend and we got the, seems like there's a $5 one every weekend. Now I, maybe there are some midweek $25 ones in champions league, but Ryan, uh, you haven't had to worry about King of the pitch for a while, but, uh, what's been going on for you? I know you had a rough patch for a little bit. Have, did you turn things around in champions league or how are things going? No, not I did not really turn things around in Champions League. Um, lucky that I've uh, had eight tickets for so long now, or else I would have just kept losing or lost even more. Because uh, I don't think I would have been getting any of these most recent tickets. Yeah, it's been a rough month, you know. Um, we'll get it back. We got two weeks to get it back here. So yeah, nice to have King of the Pitch to look forward to as well. But uh, yeah, maybe we can put a couple wins together before that. So all I, all gotta, I can tell you about my king of the pitch strategy is it's going to be very similar to what I normally do. So just, just a preview of like, if there's anyone on the slate, that's like 
like plus 150 or better to score or like plus 120 minus 110 that's like under like 10 percent. i try to play as many of them as possible basically i want to play good players that can't score goals that people aren't playing and then yeah. hopefully you know that if the chalk doesn't hit all over the place like i've i've multiple shots when you have six a six percent on guy in the king of the pitch that could potentially score two goals like it gives you just so much ground on everyone else that i try to go by can i get two of those guys in my lineup so i have two shots rather than you know have the lowest owned player in my lineup be like 22 percent off absolutely yeah uh i mean odegaard was the key for me last year at three percent um at somebody else around 10 percent um but yeah that's all you need that's all you need. So Saturday slate, I think it's going to be a fun one. We got, we don't have Manchester City. I think maybe the last couple was Manchester City, but I'm just going to go through really quickly. So every team doesn't have something to play for, and I think that might be relevant here. So Southampton, they're sitting on the bottom table. They still need points. They need to win. Fulham have nothing to play for. Manchester United still playing for the top four spot. Wolverhampton, Lopetegui already said that he's going to rotate somewhere. So I'm just completely avoiding Wolverhampton. I know they're, what, the biggest underdog on the slate, so everyone's going to avoid them. But in case you got Pedro Neto or something, I think there could be five substitutes at the 45th minute mark, something stupid like that. So I just kind of avoid them. Uh, Crystal Palace, nothing to play for. Bournemouth, not really anything to play for either. Those teams are safe. Chelsea, nothing to play for. Nottingham Forest, still need points. Fighting, I think, three points above relegation. Aston Villa, Tottenham are fighting for sixth place in the table. And Tottenham have a three-point lead. So that's that should be a fun match. But we got Manchester United, 67% favorite. Chelsea, 64% favorite. And before I shoot over to you guys, the big news I think this morning was that uh, Marcus Rashford is, I forget the exact quote, but I think he's a big doubt for this game. That doesn't mean he's he's not going to play, but uh, Eric Ten Hag could be lying to us. But I removed him from the starting 11. If someone's a big doubt, you got to think that they're not completely healthy, but we'll see what happens there. So how are we just going to deal with this, this Manchester United situation? Will be a talking point as they're the biggest favorite, but I guess we'll get into forwards here. Rashford's 9,400. Maybe not for cash games, but if he starts, how much are Jordan? How much are you putting into this this injury form that he's a he's a big doubt? He's he's really questionable for this game. Is this going to affect like how you play uh, in your tournaments at all, or are you just avoiding him anyway? I'd avoid him anyway. I mean, from a cash game perspective, I don't think you need to play anyone from Man United. I mean, you, I, I, you're I, not a Bruno. You're not a Bruno Donk. Is that? No, I'm not a Bruno Donk. No, I don't think you. I don't think you need to. I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I mean, at his it, price, I know they're the biggest favorite, but the production goes around everywhere, and they're priced up. I mean, like there's like truthfully, the most appealing player on Man United is Anthony Marshall. If Rashford doesn't start and he plays up top because he's only sixty three hundred. And he is, he's going to end up with the, the highest goal-scoring odds, right? I mean, not like mm-hmm. absurd goal-scoring odds, but, I mean, why not 6,300? I mean, it's goal-dependent, sure. But I'd much rather play a $6,300 Marshall than a $9,400 Rashford. And then their front line that are all forward-eligible, like Sancho and Anthony, like, they typically don't play 90. 
And they're not necessarily the greatest. Per- I mean, Man United isn't that great of a peripheral based team. You have Erickson out there. So like the set pieces with Shaw, Erickson, Bruno, get, they get spread around. I just think on a five game slate, we have options everywhere else that outside of you playing for goals, I don't necessarily think Man United are great floor options. Right. So I assume you're kind of in that same path there. Um, I was going to throw it to you because the first lineup I did really quickly, I put the top three Crystal Palace guys into my lineup. Um, is that too crazy? You are the Crystal Palace uh, whisperer. So is that crazy? How many Crystal Palace guys are you looking at here on this slate? Are, are we talking for cash games? Let, let's talk for cash games first. Um, <clears throat> as okay, yeah. is 8,700, Zaha's 8K. So I almost think that those guys are – I think they're both in play actually for cash games. Uh, I don't think Zaha's really in play for cash games. I mean, okay. if you, I, I mean, <laughs> not at 8K. I mean, look, you have a guy like Jordan said in Martial. You have the same thing for the same price in Mitrovic. So, I mean, you would play those goal-dependent center forwards over Zaha, you know, just because of the salary. As a – maybe as a – I mean, forward's tough. I mean – I don't know if you want to spend money there because of the options at midfield. I think, you know, this is a tough slate. You got to decide on Bruno versus Olise versus Ward Prowse. You got to decide whether to play one or two of those guys. Um, and, you know, what you do at forward is going to be affected by that. I think, yeah, it all depends what you think of United. Like Jordan said, you don't really need to play any, but I would want to play Shaw if he's starting at left back. Um and maybe Bruno, maybe Martial, but I don't think Bruno's a must with the other midfielders. So, yeah, I just don't think there's a lot of clear decisions. I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys feel differently. No, you kind of agree with that. I mean, Morgan Gibbs-White is 8900 at Chelsea, uh, which is kind of an extreme price, but it is Chelsea, and this is not, uh, this is not dominant Chelsea. He's another set-piece taker in there. Willian is 9,600. It's another kind of extreme price. I don't, I don't know how much DraftKings built into, you know, the recent five goal, five goal match that Fulham had, but that's kind of coming into play there. Um, otherwise at forward, I mean, we have the goal odds of a Martial. We have Mitrovic is back from an eight match ban. I'm not sure how much you put into, you know, fitness and that kind of thing. Mitrovic coming back. I don't know how long has he been out more than a month. Uh, he's been out because of this ban. I think it was before the last international break, but 6,500 against Southampton isn't the worst thing there is. Otherwise, what are we looking at here, Jordan? Um, you, you, you didn't mention you didn't mention two guys that I'm I'm more likely than the ones that you mentioned to have in my cash lineup. Uh, Sulamana for Southampton? No, no, of course not. First off, I want to talk about uh, <laughs> a little, just just mention Willian. With Pereira out, Williams on a majority of set pieces. He'll probably split with Kearney if Kearney is in. Uh, he probably doesn't play. I mean, he's older, so he probably doesn't play 90. Uh, and Fulham really doesn't have anything really pertinent to play for. Uh, I think his floor is there, but I'm not. If I had to choose between Willian and Olise at 9,300, I'm going to play Olise over Willian, but he does fill a forward spot. So, I couldn't fault you. He has a floor. He, he could get you 10 points. That's no problem. Uh, the forwards I'm really looking at, like, I prefer Mitrovic over Martial. 
assuming that Mitrovic could play 90 minutes. Since it was a ban and not an injury, I have to mm. assume he's fit. I'm assuming that he'll play as long as he wants to play. Uh, it's just that Mitrovic shoots more, especially with Pereira not in, in, in the central midfield anymore. Uh, I think he'll have more chance of uh, getting the ball. So, but it, just understand, it's still gold. I mean, for him to score over 10 points, you're probably going to need a goal or an assist. But the same thing could be said for Marshall. But if you prefer one over the other, if you're like, no, I'm going to play Marshall over Mitrovic in cash. I'm talking about in a, one of these spots, flip a coin. I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine with that. But the the floor guys in that range that I may prefer more are Nani Maduke for Chelsea at 6,900. Uh, he probably doesn't play 90, but I'll, it's 80 to 85. Uh, on the wing, playing against Nottingham Forest at home, uh, he, he he does eat up peripherals. So, like, I, I don't mind that, even without any set pieces. And the same exact type of player is Dango Uatara for Bournemouth. That he's been playing, he played 90 the past two, two matches. So, like, at 6,400 against Crystal Palace in, in a mostly kind of semi-pick'em type of, type of matchup. So, I mean, it's not tough. Like I don't, I don't mind sixty four hundred for him, but just it's just a matter of how you prioritize floors over ceilings. Obviously, Mitrovic and Marshall have higher ceilings, but I mean, Nani, Maduke, and and Uatara, like I prefer playing them over Zaha at eight K or you know Rashford at ninety four hundred or William at ninety six. Like just paying up, it just feels like, like why 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 should we be paying up at forward at all? When we have, you know, a high-priced defender we probably want to play and at least one high-priced midfielder we want to play. Ryan, what do you think about those guys? What do you think about Maduke and and Utara uh, just in these matchups here? You think – I wasn't really looking at those guys for cash, but, I it's, I mean, I guess if if you want, like, the mm, five to eight point fours, yeah. I guess it's there. It's tough to trust Chelsea. I mean, we, we know, like, I can't stand Chelsea – Maduke, he he seems fine, but I think you know it was Jordan's last point for me. Um, I don't really care about a couple extra floor points, like the guys that have like who's got the chance to score two goals, like Jordan said about ceiling. I mean, Martial or Mitrovic could show up with two goals, like pretty easily. Um, well, would you play both of them together? In cash, as opposed to like one of them and and Maduke and Django, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't see the difference. I just, I guess, like I'm not confident in Maduke or Katara giving me ten points. If I was, then maybe I'd feel differently. Well, like I can see get them getting you ten points, they wouldn't be that cheap. Well, you yeah, know, so what I could like, if you're telling me like eight points from one of them and I'm only going to get like five from Martial or Mitrovic, I mean, I just, I got to take the center forwards that can score more goals. Yeah. But Maduke and, and Dango could be getting on the score sheet also. I think Maduke has some upside. I don't mind that. Maybe Maduke is a better play in that range. I, I don't Against know. It's not even far if he goes 80 to 85 minutes. I mean. I know it's just hard for me to trust Chelsea. I mean, they have, you know, so many attackers on the bench too, but yeah, it's a, it's a good matchup. Uh, Mitrovic, 
Yeah, I think he's fully fit to go 90 for sure, like you said. The one worry is Carlos Vinicius has been playing his best football of the season. I hate to say it, but I think the, the one thing that could, you know, maybe Mitrovic doesn't go 90 is if Vinicius comes in for him. Uh, I don't know, just something. Maybe, Mid- maybe Mitrovic is back and he doesn't even start. It's possible only it's because like, does Fulham need points. Fulham's fine. Fulham, who cares? Yeah, they're fine. It seems weird, but yeah, it's possible because Vinicius has been playing well. So Marco Silva actually made a point to say that Vinicius has been playing well in his press conference. Uh, so if he starts, would you be as comfortable playing Vinicius here, who is cheaper than than Mitrovic? Would you be like, okay, Mitrovic isn't in, so I'll just go down no. to Vinicius? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, it's okay. not like that. I mean, he's definitely been noticeably better, but I mean. You know, if he starts, it's not going to surprise you if he plays 50 minutes and scores two points, you know? Yeah. Jack bringing up Eze, I see here. I think Eze is the best spend-up option. I I agree with him there if you want to spend up. I think you get a few set pieces. What about that penalty kick? Jack says he took a penalty two weeks ago. Was that over Zaha? Maybe. Zaha missed his last one, I know. Mm, It might have been. I think, you know, it's a really good spot for Crystal Palace. At least it should, at least on paper it is. Bournemouth have been better lately, but yeah, yeah I wouldn't a- mind Eze. Eze was the first one in for me, and I actually played him last week. So he's, he's began to take corners and, well, split corners with Michael Elise. Previously, it was Elise was basically in every corner kind of thing. And then you also have the, the free kicks from, from the pitch, uh, Jack is saying Zaha was was playing when he took that PK. So he throw in PKs with Eze, and it, I looked at just recent numbers. Eze's upside, even though he's you know technical, this this midfielder role, he is getting shots in every match. He is you know he is getting up there, uh, and then you throw in a split of set pieces, home against Bournemouth, one of the best spots of the season. I think he's I I just like him more than pretty much anyone else. Uh, I mean, he's 1K cheaper than Bruno. Uh, he's cheaper than James Ward-Prowse, who we're going to have to have a discussion on. He's, he's cheaper than Elise, and I think he has more upside than Elise, too. So why don't we just go Eze with with the first – with one of the forwards? Why calling him Easy e I thought it's Easy e Well, you didn't say him. That's what you say. But, okay, well, Easy e all right? <laughs> I, 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 get, I get your point, but, I mean, other than – his value comes primarily in filling a forward spot. I'd still much rather play those other midfielders than Eze. Who, though? You'd rather play Olise? I'd rather play Olise than Eze. Why, though? If they're splitting he's on set a majority pieces. of set pieces and he plays 90 minutes. You could play both. I don't know if you could fit, you fit both of those guys in. I mean, I already said I fit all three in. So why do you think Olise has majority set pieces? Two games ago, Eze took... Uh, seven free kicks, had seven free kick crosses compared to six. I mean, this is, I don't think it's a guarantee that Elise has, you know, majority because uh, we know Eze takes takes free kicks uh, in addition to some of the he corners. plays higher up on the pitch. He draws but, more fouls. But I don't think that, He's like, you look at, you look at Easy E's numbers and I think he's still taking just as many, if not more shots than Elise. So, Olise uh, right. has the high, has the highest average floor on the entire slate, based on a per ninety basis. If yes, have, we look on the cheat sheet: thirteen point four seven for Olise. I think you guys are both and the price difference. You guys are both are making some correct points, Adam. Yeah, I think 
regardless of where they play on the pitch, Eze is the one with more goal upside from open play. Um, I do agree with you. But uh, Olise has the higher floor, obviously, and probably takes a few more sets. But you're right, like an even split isn't going to surprise anybody. Um, well, I think but, yeah, if, I think if we, if just if we take the overall season numbers for these guys, I mean, Eze has hasn't been taking corners, uh, like consistently, like Olise. I mean, he did for the first couple months of the season. So, I mean, you could throw out a lot of these numbers because we've seen him take he, we see him take corners in recent matches. So, I, I guess maybe on the basis that maybe Olise is is more set to take corners and as a is, is kind of unpredictable if, if, if he's going to be on one side of them. I mean, on, the, on that basis, but we have seen I'm him. Not, take I'm not anti as I'm just more pro Elise. Like dude, when, once we get to GPPs, my favorite game on the slate is crystal palace Bournemouth. I mean, like, like, dude, you're, you're, you're highlighting the guy that I want to play in GPPs, but not into having my cash line. Yeah, and then we get to my original strategy, plug Zaha in, because you know he's going to score, so we're golden. No, it's not how it works. <laughs> so, Are there so, any other forwards for cash, Ryan, other than what we've talked about? Oh, are you guys going to play Sun? Him. Why is Sun 8,200 still? Um, yeah, no, not going to play Sun. Are there any other forwards? Um, I don't know, Jordan, what would you – would you – how would you compare Sterling to Maduke? Well, I don't Sterling's think Sterling team. plays. But he, he I think might. If Sterling, if Sterling starts, I can't be – like, I almost feel like Maduke has more of a shot at going 85 than Sterling does. Okay, well, let's just sort of – this will be sort of a transition, but – Because, like, you have, like, Mud- Mudrick – so that's what like, I'm going to say. Yeah, Mudrick, they're taking set pieces with Chilwell out. Right, right. I don't so even Mudrick. know if he plays more than 60, 65 minutes ever. Mudrick? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I just mean, if, if he didn't start, I've just seen other projected lineups. If he didn't start, it would probably be Sterling instead and Sterling taking uh, the set pieces. Yeah, no? but I think Sterling's more likely to come off at 65 for Maduke. Then Maduke not. Sorry, playing. Sterling over Mudrik. Oh yeah, Ster- one of the two. I think Mudrik comes in. I think these got the thing. Like you mentioned about Chelsea, it's hard to trust Chelsea because they have all these attackers. I just think that if it if it lines up with Mudrik, Havertz, and Maduke up top, out of the three, I mean obviously Havertz is the most goal dependent, so I, I put him out of the cash conversation. I think it's more likely that Mude- uh, Nani Mudeki plays longer than Mudrik. And if Sterling is in, one of those guys comes in for Sterling. So, like, I, I look at I look at their, their team and I go, go, who comes in for Mudeki? Probably Ziyech, right, out of anyone. Like, if you don't well, want to trust I Chelsea mean- because of the minutes, I understand. I Like, dude, that's the – if you told me – Ryan, if I guaranteed you 90 minutes from Noni Baduki, wouldn't you play him in cash? Yeah, for sure. Right. So, so really all yeah. we're arguing about is no, what no, the really, minutes are going to be like. What I'm if saying you don't trust is the minutes if, and you what think I'm that saying, maybe he comes uh, off at 60, maybe you're, you're absolutely right. You shouldn't be paying 69. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. I agree with you for all that. So I get my only – so my question is if, if Mudrik starts, are you going to play him? 
No, because he's he's probably going to come out at, at 60 minutes. So you don't want 60 minutes of Chelsea set pieces for like a pretty cheap price? I don't think I need them. I think I'm building my lineup in a way where I don't even need that guy. Hey, he, there, there's, I could eat, he's going to be interesting because we're going to get into midfield. There are like a lot of guys in like that 5K-ish range that are playable in cash. And if you want to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take Mudrick over that 5K, which includes Shaw at defender also at 5,500. Like I could give you that. Just understand that his range of outcomes is going to be wider because of because of the minutes situation. But like, yeah, if you, if if I now I mean now we're going on the midfield. Like, which who who would you trust more, Mudrick at fifty seven hundred or McGinn playing as a winger with either like Dendocker or Kamara in for fifty three hundred against Tottenham? What about Tom Kearney for forty five hundred? Okay, well, but Kearney won't probably won't play ninety either. But McGinn, like, always plays ninety. I mean, like, McGinn rarely ever comes out. And I'm talking about McGinn not playing as a defensive midfield. I'm talking about Mc, if they line mm-hmm. up in a way where you got Louise and either Dendocker or Bubakar Kamara back there, so so McGinn could actually play in an attacking role. Like at fifty three hundred, as a home favorite against Tottenham, like I. I prefer 90 McGinn minutes splitting set pieces with Louise than like all the Chelsea set pieces for 60 minutes. Yeah, I don't know. probably safer. No, yeah, probably safer. So so do you want two expensive midfielders or two of these 5K guys? Probably so, two of the five. My, my construction I'm leaning towards is to play one expensive midfielder and then two – to 5k range for 4,500 to 6,000 range players, which one of them obviously could include Shaw at 5,500. Like I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards Olise, like Olise McGinn something. And then like Poro and then one of the Chelsea fullbacks in my defender spots. You must be spending up at goalkeeper because you have a lot of money. You're spending down. Oh, you maybe, maybe you pay for De Gea or, or, or Kepa, maybe. I don't see in the in the midfield range between these high between Olise Ward Prowse and uh, for Bruno Ward Prowse Olise like you, there's like a a draw like there's no one it feels I, mean, I don't know about you it's just like between those guys and like six K there's like nothing there so it's like if you oh I have an extra thousand there's nothing to spend there's nothing to spend it on. Right in this in this mid range, like you're not playing Harry Wilson at seventy four hundred, right? You're, you're not you're not playing. I mean, you play Connor Gallagher at sixty five hundred. I don't know about that, right? It's, it feels it feels like it like either you're going way up or you're way down. And if you play two of these nine, if you go something like Elise Ward Prowse or Elise Fernandez or Fernandez uh, Ward Prowse or whatever, I think that really hampers your lineup in other spots. Like I don't know what the hell you're doing at at forward, and I don't know how you get Poro in at defender. Like it gets kind of dicey in that type of construction. So that's why I'm leaning towards one nine k midfielder and then two mid range midfielders, and I could I could go down at one defender spot if I if I want. So if just uh, thinking of possible lineups here. Uh for the chance that people actually do spend up at midfield. 
Jordan, do you think people will play Fulham have nothing to play for? There's a chance Bobby Decord over Reed could start again. He he would be a thirty five hundred dollar forward. He would be a dinky. He would be a dinky option. Um, he's down there. Diego Costa's thirty nine hundred, but also about Veghorst. He started last match. He could start if Rashford isn't available as well. He's forty two hundred. So you have these super cheap guys. Do you think people are actually going to go down there so they can do the Olise Bruno? No, you don't think you don't think it's worth it for. No, I don't okay. think it's worth it. But I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even sure if people do that. Okay. You asked me, do you think people do that? I don't. I don't even think people do. I don't think that's going to be. I was thinking people would do that. People love spending down on on forwards. I think people would click boot for forty two. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure people would click that. Not, but not in. I'm talking about cash games more than. I, I, I'm talking about cash too. Yeah, I, I mean, still if, think if they people would. People are thinking about Martial, Mitrovic, all these other guys we talked about. Forty two. If Wood starts at forty two hundred, I could I could see it. Does I mean. You can't see him playing more than 60 men. I mean, no, like, no, no. I'm not saying it's a good play. No. I'm just saying people. <laughs> I mean, dude, like playing Weghorse is like playing. I mean, you're playing Chris Wood. You're playing 55 minutes of Chris Wood. I mean, you, right. you just look at the odds. He has the same odds basically as Ali Watkins, better odds than Kai Havertz, better odds than Zaha. No, no, I no, I get it. Just, I just, yeah. If he does not score in 55 minutes, you're going to sit there with like a half a point, <laughs> right? Because he's going to have right. two fouls. He's going to pull off a Cavani. He's going to have half. Two fouls drawn, a yellow card, and then three shots, and that's you're done. You don't have to sell less, but I think the train might be might be on Veghorst. Train, (laughs) train, the train's gonna be on it. (laughs) They always do something weird that uh, they get a goal out of. So, so at uh, just in terms of these Fulham guys, do we think so? If Mitrovic starts, are these guys gonna? cross a little more because Vinicius not really the same kind of player as Mitrovic it seems like you know when Mitrovic on there it's fine it's like let, let's launch in crosses let's get it on Mitrovic's head do you think maybe that increases the crossing the floors of these Fulham guys or is that just just thinking about it too much a little bit there Ryan uh I think Vinicius is actually somewhat similar in that they okay. try to cross it he's good in the air and he's he's they look for him in that way as well. So I would no, I wouldn't think it's too much of a difference. Okay, okay. Actually, so, Southampton seems decent though. Yeah. So oh, against Southampton, yes. <laughs> I mean, just decent for you know having the some of the ball and putting crosses in. Yeah. So looking at these these cheaper midfielders, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of iffy guys. We have Kearney down here who doesn't. Hasn't really shown a great floor in his couple matches, though he, he did score. He got a brace the last game. Paulinha has actually had a better floor uh, than Kearney the last couple games. He's 4,600. Before we go into the cheap midfielders, can we sure. just quickly touch upon the three 9K guys? And Yeah, like, it's a good idea. Yeah. Like, I I would I would rank them Elise. I, Elise, to me, is above the other two. And if you wanted to rank like Bruno over Ward Prowse, I could understand it. I think Bruno has more like upside and Ward Prowse may have a higher floor. But if you want to sell me on the fact that Southampton needs points and they're going to play much more attacking, I could get on the Ward Prowse bandwagon. But I mean, if you take a look at the past like sample of the past 10 games, like Southampton have not played well and 
It shows in Ward Prowse's game logs that, you know, he's getting a lot of fours and sixes and, you know, that the way that they're playing that it, unless they're generating 14 corners or something and free kick opportunities, like I'm, I'm concerned about him. Let, Bruno, I'm just more concerned that like, oh, he could go out there and play 90 minutes and only score, you know, six points because he doesn't do anything else. But like Man United are the biggest favorite on the slate. So like he could easily, he could easily get two assists and a goal. I mean, like, like he could easily get that while Ward Prowse may not. And then Olise just, I, I just feel comfortable. You plug Olise and I think I could get, get 15 points. Like, and if he gets on the score sheet, like you're going to need him now. Right. So, so I rank Olise one, Bruno two and Ward Prowse three. Ryan, what do you got? I think that was a pretty good breakdown. Yeah. Ward Prowse, is, Ward Prowse would be third for me. Like Jordan said, just look at the last 10 games. I mean, uh, you know, we were debating on Ward Prowse at, what was he last week? Like 6,400 or something. I mean, back <laughs> yeah. to 9K. Come on. not Yeah, not not over those other guys. Um, although Matt in the chat says he goes off when people are off of him. That's true also. He'll definitely be low, low, much lower owned. Right, week. yeah. In tournaments, he'll be much lower owned. For sure. I, th- I think a good combination if you wanted to play Mitrovic and Ward Prowse in a lineup, mm-hmm. you know, for a, a high scoring game. But I'm, I think, I think it's more likely that's going to be a lower scoring game. But yeah, so yeah, in cash games, definitely uh, Elise or, or Bruno. Yeah, the thing about Bruno, I'd say uh, Jack mentioned it. Also, he'd probably be on PKs if Rashford doesn't start. So that's another boost uh, if that's the case. Also, Christian Eriksen just isn't going nineties, so. Maybe this is a score that it's scoreless 70 minutes in Erickson gets subbed off. And then you got Bruno kind of taking all the set pieces of Manchester United are pushing. But I mean, I just kind of look at that West Ham game in which, you know, Bruno just, I don't know if you're watching that match, he didn't really have it. Didn't really look like he was, he was that good. And he still managed the 13 point floor there. So yeah, that that's just kind of standing out in my mind. Whereas you could technically think of it the same way for, for James Ward Prowse, uh, unless if, if Southampton get to an early lead or something and then they don't have to attack and maybe you're not getting those corners, but I don't know if you want to bet on Southampton to get, to get an early lead here as they are the underdogs. So uh, I would say that it is a little difficult as Jordan mentioned that you can't really get Elise Bruno and James Ward Prowse into your team because what are you going to do it forward? I guess those are the, the Bobby Decord over Reed guys. Uh, they're Bobby, playing the, the card over weed weg horse lineups. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they're doing. <laughs> they got they got the three best midfielders, and then they just completely punt at forward and uh, uh, hope for the best, I guess. But uh, I, I, people might do that. People might do that. So, so for the cheaper midfielders, that maybe you do. It depends what you want to do at forward. Uh, we mentioned Tom Kearney. I mentioned a couple of these other guys. We have the Chelsea guys. Enzo's 4,800. Conte has kind of been a little more forward lately as well. Uh, he's 5K. Those guys, I wouldn't say they're guaranteed for the full 90 uh, just because Frank Lampard, uh, there's, there's nothing really to play for. These guys, they're just trying to get everyone minutes to see what's going on with the team. Uh, does anyone really stand out, though, for you guys uh, in this range? Pedro Neto, if he, if he starts again, it's 3,800. Yeah, but they're the biggest it. underdog. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to play Neto. Yeah. To me, to me, the, the the ones that that 
slight, I, I lean towards are McGinn and Christie, mm. right? And I don't, I don't mind Kearney, right? And then you got Mudrick. If you, if you want to bank on minutes with Mudrick, there's, there's, I think Mudrick has more upside than the others there because of the matchup at home against Nottingham Forest. But don't cry when, when Chelsea only get three corners while up two nothing because they've scored through other methods. And Mudrick comes off with four and a half points at the 62nd minute. I mean, like, like don't like just don't cry. But it could be 20 minutes in and Chelsea have like eight set pieces and two goals and Mudrick has two assists and you're sitting there with 19 points. Like that could happen also. I think with Christine again, I think Christine McGinn are more likely to be on a portion of their team set pieces and play most of most of the game in an attacking position. Ryan, do you think, uh, I don't know what, uh, how much information we have on this, but do you think like Gallagher might steal some set pieces because we did have the Chilwell injury last week. So I'm not sure those four corners for Mudrick, if they were on the left and right side, but. Uh, do you think there's any chance that Gallagher comes in and takes any, or is that he hasn't taken yeah. any in a while? So, well, yeah, I think there's a chance, but I've thought there was a chance for a while now, and it's never <laughs> happened. Like, like you just said, um, and even but- even his score last week, his last dude, like his he scored all those points on like literally one touch, right? But but you know but he played like he played night. He played like he played like what the whole game. And like has like almost no peripheral points other than right. like a goal. So like, like to me, it scares the hell out of me at sixty five hundred to like. Well, yeah, if he doesn't end up taking set pieces. That like you're scares me way too much for cash games right. for sure. Um, but like Adam said, you know, this is the first time without Chillwell or any left sided set piece taker. No Cucurella. They already don't have Reese James. So yeah, I mean, maybe Mudrick would be on a monopoly. I'm not sure though. Like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if Gallagher or, or Enzo took a couple from the other side, but yeah, like not something that I would bet on for cash games. Uh, yeah, I agree with Jordan McGinn and, and Christie are probably the safest. Uh, I think I, you know, if you're talking about these 4k guys, Kearney, Paulina, the Chelsea guys, I mean, I don't even, I don't mind Casemiro for, for even for a little bit cheaper than that. If, if we're looking at, at those other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's a good one too. Yeah, he's basically biggest favorite, cheaper than yeah. same role as Paulinho. Like, yeah, I, I probably like Mudrick a little bit better than than you guys, but uh, I agree with what Jordan said. Like he's got bust potential for sure. Mm-hmm. Four points and coming off at 60 minutes, that, that happens quite often. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So at Defender here, Pedro Porro is 6,600. I was kind of hoping, I don't like this matchup for him, but at 6,600, you, you kind of have to play him. I was hoping he's going to be, you know, close to 8K and it'd be like, okay, let, we can fade him here and let, let people play him and, and spend their money. But he's 6,600. Are you guys, Jordan, are you just plugging him in 6,600? Majority playing, set pieces I'm for time. Three GPP, I'm playing three GPP lineups and I'm playing cash game lineup. That's four lineups. Pal Poro will be in all, in, I mean, he's 6,600 in a defender's. It's a fairly it's 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 not the strongest of defender slates. You could you have the money to pay for him. And yeah, they're a slight underdog, but I mean if he's gonna take nearly all of their set pieces and play 90 minutes, I mean he's sixty six hundred and have open play crossing value on top. I mean, in a in a wing back position, like dude, just like just plug in twelve points, like just immediately. Just do that at defender. And then worry about everything else. Like I, I'm, Ryan. I don't know about you, but like when I saw that, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care if he's 78 percent owned. I'm just gonna play him in every line. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't care either. Uh, like Adam said, it, even it, not the greatest matchup, but just doesn't matter because he should be 8K. Um, so yeah, 6600, <laughs> and with the rest of the defenders, I'm just gonna be playing him on all my lineups too. So your second defender here, we we got these Fulham guys. Uh, there's, there's a chance Cedric might start for Fulham because, again, they don't have anything to play for. Uh, they could give him some minutes here just for fun, and he's gotten a couple starts recently. So that's, that could throw a wrench in things. But if we get Luke Shaw as a left back on some passable set pieces, would that be just your second defender in here at 5,500 or – is it not worth it to play him? But I mean, it's the biggest favorite. 5,500 is still pretty cheap for Luke Shaw here if he's playing left back. So again, it's almost the same situation. It's like, well, he's cheap enough that you almost kind of have to play him here as your second defender in cash games. Not right? as, I mean, you no. really, what you're comparing with Luke Shaw, like understand what you're, what you're doing here. So I don't think in between like Shaw and then, and then you can't go down from a cash perspective, there's much difference between anything if, if you're not going to play Poro or Shaw, you're going down, you're probably playing a Chelsea fullback, which is probably going to be Chaloba and Aspilicueta. They're not that, it's a great matchup though. They're not like appealing, appealing, but 3,800 and 3,400, they're underpriced for that matchup. And they're, and with Chilwell and James and all these people out, it's much more likely that Chaloba goes 90, Aspilicueta probably goes 80 or something 
So why not? Why not take those guys? Uh, Shaw at 5,500. Think in terms of you're comparing Shaw at 5,500 to McGinn Christie, right? Who would you rather have there? And then at the like Chaloba at 3,800, compare him to a $3,800 midfielder and go, would you rather have like Paulina or, you know, whoever, whoever the hell is down at midfields. So like, that's kind of what you're viewing it of like, what are you prioritizing? And to me, I think as of right now, I think it's, it's close, but I think I'd much rather have like a McGinn or a Christie than have a Shaw than, and then plug in like Chaloba or Aspilicueta in my second defender spot. Unless you plan on like going all the way down. If you want to play like Jose Sa at goalkeeper, then you can avoid that situation completely. But then you, then you're not, then you're uncomfortable at goalkeeper. And then, but from a variant standpoint, maybe you don't mind being uncomfortable at goalkeeper because goalkeeper is who the hell knows. Or would you, would you rather have the two 5k options and not have to play a Chelsea fullback and then play the very cheap goalkeeper or would you rather play Keppa or De Gea and then have to play Chaloba or Asplacueta? But you have to get rid of one of Shaw, McGinn, or Christie. So, like, really, that's, to me, what I'm weighing. And I don't the, – there's an argument for all of them that I, I – I'm leaning more towards playing a Chelsea fullback and not playing Shaw. But I don't think it's straight – I don't think it's it's clear one or the other. I don't know if I can personally play Aspilicueta, but what about you, Ryan? 3,400 Aspilicueta, possibly. If he's in at left back, he, he did come on at left back last match. I don't know if he can actually cross uh, with his left foot, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I wouldn't love it. Like, you basically think of him as a center back, even if he's at left back or at least close to it. Um, but. There's merit though. Like, you know, everything Jordan said, I agree with, but also I was thinking about, you know, a Chelsea fullback gets me as a, instead of like a Mitrovic that there's that too. Um, and maybe that's worth it. Um, I don't know though. 5,500 for shot. Like it's a close decision. Uh, I guess I'm not sure. I think you can go either way. Yeah, I was just going through Luke Shaw's game logs just as a left back. It's not, this isn't, uh, I don't know, this isn't, he, there's a reason he's 5,500. I know some of his numbers lately as a center back, they're just not there. But even as even as a left back, this season is not the same as last season. It's not It's not guaranteed that he's going to get you the 10-point floor kind of a thing. He's more in the... He's more in the seven to ten point range, kind of uh, when he's played. He's got a pretty good matchup here. He's got a pretty but, good matchup yes, here. Pretty good they are home against Pretty good price, and we've seen him take like more than half the corners at times when he is the left back. So, uh, yeah, it's a tough decision. He was in my lineup, the, like the first lineup I made, but yeah, I've sort of been leaning towards maybe. Maybe a Chelsea fullback and upgrade forward. Is anyone else uh, we're talking about here? We have – let's just run through the list. I mean, these Aston Villa guys are just always hard to trust. If if we knew they're going 90, I would change my mind, but we don't know if they're going 90. I mentioned Cedric, Tete, 6,400, 6,200. 
more of a tournament move with those guys. Uh, they are playing Southampton, but uh, but that is kind of expensive right there. Uh, Vina has been getting forward a ton for Bournemouth uh, at Crystal Palace. Just another tournament play there, 4,800. I believe Jack uh, mentioned him in last week's show, and he ended up scoring a goal. Uh, those are the guys that stand out. Dalo, 4,900. Uh, who, who's the best punt? Are we? I'm a big Joachim Anderson fan. Oh, I was just going to mention that. <laughs> I was going to be like, what, what is Adams? It's the last show of, of the, of the season for me. And of course I always make fun of you with your, your center back garbage. And I'm like, I'm like looking through, I'm going, I'm, I think I, I like crystal palace Bournemouth as a game. So it's like you pair Olise or Eze with Joachim Anderson and you wait for the set pieces. I think I'm going to play in cash and you're getting two points from him, but whatever. But you could take a shot at 3,100. Why not? No, how about, how about Raphael Veron for 27? Uh, back from if injury. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I if, he does, if, he, well, if he doesn't play, then we won't have to worry about Shaw, right? I mean, that was Shaw. But you're Shaw right. If he doesn't back. play, then, then what? Then Shaw's going to play as a center back. Yeah, unless unless Harry, you know Harry. Ten Hag goes back to Harry, but those days might be over. Um, but you know, it's how yeah, it's always fall? What has happened to that guy? I mean, it's to the point where everyone hates him. Yeah, pretty much, and like the fans are so against him that you almost can't put him on on the field. Yeah. Like three, like three. If you won't go back three years, it's like, oh, this may be one of the best center backs in the world, right? They paid eighty million for him, right? And now it's like. Dude, just keep him off the pitch at any cost. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. He just has these notable mistakes that everyone just rips him on for, and he looks like a gump, so it's just easier to kind of rip on him. And it just kind of – it. it's yeah. grown, basically. And now he's unplayable for some reason. So he makes too many glaring mistakes. Yeah. And you can't look like that and make those mistakes. Yeah, so if you want to know about these formations, about about Harry Maguire, about John McGinn, we've seen many times over the past couple of weeks where you know people come into the slate with Aston Villa, and it's like, okay, John McGinn split set pieces, he's playing on the wing, and then last week he wasn't playing on the wing; he was a defensive midfielder. People still play him because they don't know that. Uh, to get that information, you got to be a RotoWire subscriber. RotoWire.com/slash/soccer trial, forty-eight hour free trial. And then once you've subscribed, you got to get into our Discord because we'll be talking constantly. Rotowire.com slash chat will be helping with that information. But we got to talk about goalkeeper here. We, and yeah, we I'm, gotta, I'm, gotta, I thought we, we just, have to. Did, we have, have Jack to talk wheel? about goalkeeper. I thought Jack brings out the wheel for goalkeeper. I think he said last doing. week that he stopped the wheel because it brought bad luck. But we are because you're not going to be here for the next two weeks. We're going to bring it back for the next two weeks. Okay. But you're here. You are basically the wheel because you're here. Uh, that's that's how it goes. Um, but I'm just looking at these odds here. Manchester United, 43% chance clean sheet. Chelsea, 43% chance clean sheet. Chelsea have the best odds for a clean sheet, which is the wildest thing. Uh, I want no part of Kepa. Uh, unless, well, I don't it's, know more, it's more of Nottingham Forest thing, not a, not a Chelsea thing. Yeah, I know, but I, Nottingham Forest are going to score off the counter. I, I guarantee you, Brendan Johnson's going to run past Espliqueta, they're going to score. Uh, that's going to happen. Don't play Kappa. Maybe he gets 20 points, and, and maybe that, that uh, I'm completely off, but I, I think Nottingham Forest are going to score. So does anyone else – does anyone stand out for goalkeeper? I'm going all the way down. I think I'm just going to go Navas. 
uh, Jose saw and spend my money elsewhere. Hope that those guys get five saves. Hope they don't get negative points and I'll be fine. Cheapest home goalkeeper, McCarthy. I do not want to play Alex McCarthy. 17 times. Why not? And you could say the same thing for the upside of, uh, of uh, I think, uh, uh, Emiliano Martinez. Right? Because you have Kane and Son. I mean, that, I mean, Aston Villa could win one nothing, And Tottenham, when they're behind, they have no problem shooting from distance and Kane taking bad shots. I mean, if you want to analyze goalkeeper, I mean, that's that's as much as you could really do. Right? It's still five games, ten goalkeepers. God knows what happens. Uh, but those those would be my takes, right? As far as I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm rarely ever a pay down for the cheapest keeper type of guy because, like, they kill you more often than they don't. They the only way that they don't kill you on slates when like everyone gives up a goal, like when there's no clean sheets available, then it's like yeah, paying up a goalkeeper was 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 dumb. But I'm, I, if I, if I if, out of ten goalkeepers, I'm not going to be here stuck with a. You know, Jose Sa or Kaylor Navas with minus two points when there's going to be three keepers on the slate with double digits. It just I was going to say, down. the only time it works this season is when they're playing Chelsea because Chelsea have struggled so much to score. But yeah, but they did they did fine last week. That's one game. They they I don't, I I thought, we, they, I thought that's a trend, Adam. I thought the trend is... You can't look at last week. Last week does not matter, okay? Does someone need to tell you that, Jordan? <laughs> That's what I tell you all the time. Last <laughs> three games, it's like okay, well, it to happen again. Ryan, do you have any goalkeeper thoughts here? Are you playing? Really. I guess are you playing the high end guys? Are you looking at those guys? No, I mean, well, kind of, but not really. That's my my main thought is that I'm more comfortable playing paying fifty eight hundred for Ederson or fifty six hundred for Allison than De Gea or Kepa in that. You know, you can't – I don't trust United are, are, or they're Chelsea. They're the Harry Maguire of goalkeepers. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we see – it doesn't matter. It's just not going to surprise you if the other team scores. Um, so, like, I, I, I don't mind it. But, no, it's not a priority. I'll play any of these guys. Uh, even Fra- Fraser Forster, he's fine too. 4,400. If, for if for some reason you have the money, I would prefer De Gea over Kappa despite what the odds say. So what happens if Maguire's in? If Maguire's in, I'll still be on De Gea because I'm not a Maguire hater like uh, the rest of the world is. So how are we going to win tournaments? How popular, like Bruno Fernandez in tournaments, is he going to be in, uh, let's say this this $5 king of the pitch, this 150 Do you think he's going to be what? In this 150 king of the pitch, Jordan, do you think Bruno's going to be 40 50%? You think he's going to be oh, up there? Too not high? Not even close. Not even close. Even as the biggest favorite, you don't think people are just going to plug him in? No. You're the one that complains about the Bruno donks. Are you sure you're not underestimating? Well, the, the, the in the donks? 150, we don't have as many donks. Okay. That's okay. the reason. <laughs> okay. Donks. So, in the main contest, though, would he, do you think he's going to be higher in the whatever it is, 10K? Well, I mean, probably, uh, I, I would bet that he's going to – Bruno will be higher owned in the large field GPP than in the 150 qual. Okay. I don't know so, what those numbers are, but that uh, it's going to be higher in the, the larger field. Yeah. I mean, Bruno's going to be the most popular non-defender, right? In every contest, right? You sure about that? 
I know that's what, that's my guess because it seems like, or that, sorry, that's my question because it seems like you don't think that way, but that would be my guess. I, I, I think, think, I think the ownership on Bruno and Elise will be comparable. We call them Bruno donks for a reason. I think, I think he's going to be popular more than Elise. I think you also throw in like the, as a, the, the as a comparison and people are like, well, you know, as a split uh, Bruno, Bruno's Bruno in a better, better team favored by more. My, 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 my favorite two forwards on the slate for uh, compared to ownership. Carlos Alcaraz. No, no, no. He's, on, he's midfield only. Right. Oh. He's not a forward anyway. Dang it. It's probably, if I'm going to pay up, it's going to be Harry Kane. I don't think Kane is going to be very owned on the slate at all. No one's going to play Kane. Really? Right? Kane has hat trick upside no matter what scenario that you're in. Right. People. Not a big fan of the matchup, of course. But what's going to happen is that I'm going to have Poro in so many of in all of my lineups. And who correlates to Poro? Well, Kane does. So, like, that makes so much more sense. And the other guy, and we're talking about the game, I mean, the game that both me and Adam want to want to play a lot of is Dominic Solanke at 7,000. Like, I want to, I, I, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at a lineup in GPP where I'm playing, like, six players from that game. Like, where I would play, like, Solanke plus either Christie or Dango and then play, like, Olise Zaha Ayu or something like like some like some type of lineup like that. Like I think Ayu out of the four Chelsea uh the four Crystal Palace attackers will be the lowest of the four owned. I think Olise will be number one. I think uh Zaha will be number two, Eze will be number three, and Ayu will be number four. And I think the ownership gets spread around enough that Olise will be the highest owned out of the four by a significant margin. And then the other three will be, it'll be something like Olise is going to be like 38% owned. And I'm talking about the large field. Like Olise would be like 38. Zaha would be like, like 22. Eze would be 16 and IU would be eight. Like it would like look, look some type of dynamic like that. And then Solanke will be, I think, sub 10%. I think Christie will be like 18%. I think Dango will be like 14%. And like, Play five or six of those guys and just hope for a three to two game. And then you're going to say, people are going to say, but they have nothing to play for. This is what this is. This is your your pre king of the pitch strategy uh, update that I want to make sure that you guys mention. Good, when let's you do get it. this. Yeah, when when teams have nothing to play for, people automatically assume that means offensively. They go, well, these teams have nothing to play for, so they'll go out and. They're not going to try very hard. So, you know, they're not going to really go on up. Like, dude, how about defensively? We see all the time in the last game of the season where the game where neither team has anything to play for and six to three because the defenders have nothing to play for. So, like, it's so much more fun for the players, statistically also, to go out and try to score goals. And if the defenders are like, well, there's really no incentive to really us playing that well. So... If I miss a marking assignment, so be it. If I don't give it my all in this tackle, I'm not going to give it my all. I don't want to get injured in the last game of the season, right? And then we get a game where a team scores seven goals because of it. So, like, I look at that and, like, if you're going to give me the teams have nothing to play for, you have to at least think of it in terms of defensively as well as offensively, if anything. Ryan, you're playing this 
you're playing the Southampton Fulham match the same way, correct? How are you playing it? I, I'm asking you. Uh, you're going to tell me how I should play it. Oh, the um, same way as Palace Bournemouth, or what are you saying? Yeah, the same way. I mean, we got Southampton, need to win. They're going to be pushing. Fulham don't really care, so they're, they're going to be fine with whatever. So I, yeah, I no, think yeah, I, I, I just could... wanted to, I'm just trying to figure out like what Southampton pieces you actually want because we have the we have the Shea okay. Adams updates who, who may not play. We have Alcaraz has been good at times. Sulemana is Sulemana. We got Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to an, yeah. Um, I will have some pieces of that Southampton Fulham game for sure. I, I, um, like the guys who are like, who, who's going to play if Che doesn't start? I don't know. Sulemana started a couple, started a couple games ago. So I would take a chance on Sulemana. I don't think, I don't think many people would play him. I don't think many people would play Alcaraz. Like you mentioned, I know he's midfield, but I think that's fine. I mean, you guys. South, Southampton is going to be low owned. South. I don't think any Southampton player will have higher than to be double digit owned in any way. Yeah, James Ward Prowse may get to like 12. Right, maybe you'll see a little like 12 14 on James Ward Prowse. Everyone else is going to be single digit on. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have some interest in those guys for sure. The guys who I think have the best chance to score. Um, Are you playing James Ward Prowse in most of those lineups where you're, no, you're throwing no, a forward? Okay, not no, not me, not for 9k, and not I wouldn't pair him with a forward either. Uh, James Ward Prowse, if I played him, it'd be with like Mitrovic, like. It would, you know, it would be want, in the scenarios where the game flow is that get the full, Fulham is scored and Southampton need to bomb forward and James yeah. Ward-Prowse ends up getting like 14 crosses and a penalty kick or something, or a free kick goal type of thing. Like last last week when they went down and chased the whole time and he finally had a big game. Oh, against Forrest. Yeah, yep. that was against Forrest too. Yeah, so when Kearney, yeah. Gets, Kearney gets his brace, uh, you'll want that, and then you'll just want – you just want the 20 crosses from JWP and then all that. No, I think, I don't know, no Kearney brace, maybe Mitro gets a goal. <laughs> I guess the one other guy I'll throw in is Ali Watkins, 78. I tried, I tried that last week, it didn't work. Yeah, maybe. Away know, from home. Maybe it works this time. Same price, not that many people will they're play him. Tottenham, so obviously Spurs are giving up a good, I mean, Spurs probably lose this game because they're Spurs. Right, and you never know, like, these matchups with Tottenham, yeah, we've seen they can be 2-2, you know, very easily. So is that what you're thinking? You're thinking goals in that game? No, it, they could be. I don't know. Like, you never okay. know what you're going to get with Tottenham, but sometimes, sometimes it, it, it's been like that recently. You know, if there's an early goal, they just, it'll go back and forth. But we also know with Villa that, like, this game most likely, like, it, it's more of a game flow thing. Like, I would think that the median result, it's more likely that this game is low scoring. Right. Right. It's more likely that Villa aren't, you know, Villa play conservatively. You know, Tottenham, you know, th- this seems like the type of game where neither team wants to give up the first goal rather than score the first goal. But if a team gives up the first goal in the seventh minute, like, then the game just becomes completely wide open. Right, mm-hmm. so it just matters of when that happens, and if it doesn't happen until the 80th minute, well, from a DFS perspective, you're not looking so hot. That's why I look at the Bournemouth Crystal Palace match as more of the match of like, if I if I had to guess on like what game 
scores the most goals and has the earliest goal, it would be in Latvian. To me, that's the game where, because yeah. I mean, like the the Chelsea and Man United games, it's like, well, if Chelsea or Man United score first, I don't necessarily trust Forest or Wolves to even like. Oh well, now we have to do everything we can. We're still <laughs> well, going to play, right, right? Right? It's not going to matter. I think the Bournemouth Crystal Palace game, like whoever scores first, the other team's going to be like, "Oh, you punched me! Now I'm going to punch you!" And then next thing you know, it's a three-three game. Yeah. What do you think um, of Villa Spurs, Adam? Uh, well, you got kits and wagers. Me and Jack Burkhart talked about that match betting podcast. Also got an article uh, on that match. Uh, rotowire.com check that out uh, i think it's gonna be low scoring i think aston villa are gonna win uh, that's the that's the spoiler there but uh aston villa haven't allowed a goal in their last five home matches i think dan donker or kamara is going to come back in in the midfield and I, I think it's just going to be kind of a kind of a safe match and even if even if one even if villa score early i don't think that I don't think that they're a type of team that will be, you know, just sitting back and letting Tottenham just cross it three times kind of a thing, maybe in the final 10 minutes, but I don't think that, I don't think it's going to turn into a three, three, I guess is kind of what I'm trying to say here, but are you playing, are you going to have a Brennan Johnson lineup? Uh, We got (laughs) to, no, (laughs) this is a perfect spot for Brennan Johnson. Ryan, you're playing Brennan Johnson, right? I think no. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'll leave Brennan to you uh, on this one. Yeah. Morgan Gibbs White. Yeah. Awani. Morgan Gibbs White, eighty nine hundred. I'll leave. I'll leave Morgan Gibbs White to Jack. Jack was very excited about playing eighty nine hundred. Do you guys trust Chelsea now after White. they got one win? Do you trust Chelsea? Is that what's going on? Oh, I don't. We don't trust. But we got to trust someone. I mean, no. But if maybe maybe if it was a three game slate instead of a five game slate. There's just, just too many I other just, things. I'm just not going to get there. I, I don't mind it, but like, I, I don't mind it from an ownership point of view, but yeah, I don't think I'm going to get there. And then we kind of haven't really mentioned this Manchester United match in terms of tournaments. And that's kind of just because of who they are, but does anyone really stand out here? I, I guess if Rashford starts, would, are you looking at Rashford, Martial, Anthony, Sancho? I mean, how much are we even looking at Christian Eriksen? Used to be a pretty popular player. Now it's just not really there. Uh, are you looking? Are you guys looking at any of these guys, Jordan, for for tournaments, or just kind of just kind of hope that it doesn't uh, turn into like Bruno thirty points and and that kind of a thing? Yeah, I think a Man United could win two nothing, and no one. No one is needed. Right. Doesn't mean anyone can, but I mean, I mean, outside, outside of, I mean, all their attackers can be, can be replaced at any time. So it's like, let other, I, I think it's more likely that other people play them there. I, I think it's more likely they're over-owned than under-owned. And with playing, you know, three GPP lineups, I'm just going to go, okay, Man United, like, I'm not going to need anyone. I'm not saying that they're not going to, they're going to do poorly, but like if, 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 you know, Jaden Sancho ends up with, 13 points like i don't i don't i can find that elsewhere right even if marshall ends up with a goal and he's in there with 16 points it's like that doesn't kill me right at 6300 i mean i'm just hoping no one puts up 20 25 points mm-hmm. then then i'm gonna need him and i'm just i just think they're overrun for those those probabilities 
I will say if Sabitzer starts because of this Rashford injury, he's only 3,900 at midfield. So that is one guy I I think about considering because he has been pretty good when on the field. He's been in kind of an attacking midfield role, and that would move Bruno out to the wing. So just something to look at in case that happens. But Ryan, you got any, any uh, standout plays here? I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about everything, but just one guy that it's coming into your lineups more than, than others. Uh, is it, is it the Ali Watkins or is it someone from someone from Crystal Palace kind of thing? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, I am hesitant to say who it is because I just keep, I just, you know, I lose money with this team all the time, but like a Chelsea guy, you know, maybe Mudrick, someone like that. I want the Chelsea sets for five for 5,700. I mean, this is the best matchup they could have, right? Home against Forest. You know, I know Chelsea have been bad, but they scored some goals last week. Maybe they're gaining some confidence. Uh, Mudrick has got to do it sometime, right? I mean, he's taking a lot of shit. I think some <laughs> fair and some unfair, but like, Forest, they're just they're a great team to play against for DFS because you just no matter how bad Chelsea are, it's not like Forest are gonna ever really be having too much possession or mm-hmm. on top for too long of periods. I mean, so they're just gonna give up chances. So, you know, I'm gonna go back to the well and take some chances on some of these Chelsea guys, probably. Um I like everything you guys said, but yeah, I do like Ollie Watkins because while I agree with you guys that that game probably is low scoring, but it also just might not be, you know, it's one of those like a Villa home match like this against Spurs. That's sort of a spot where, you know, okay, let's see, let's see where we are. It's been a good season. You know, we can test ourselves at home. We've seen Villa come out and blitz some teams like that. Remember that game against Newcastle? I mean, you just never know. It wouldn't surprise me because Spurs, you know, they've started some games pretty poorly. I remember they went on a long run where they just were losing at halftime in every single game. And so, yeah, it just it just wouldn't shock me. 5-0 Aston Villa? Okay, let's do it. No, but like a couple goals, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe 2 nothing at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kits and Wagers, Jack Perker had a bet on that, that match specifically like that. But we got to get out of here. Jordan, unless you got anything else, I think you said you gave your tip for the final – match day of the season but you got to get out of here you got to start packing you got to start buying some winter clothes which you know it's not easy at this point in the season yeah i've been reading your tweets i know i know what's going on i got them via i got a got a hat and gloves via amazon but it turns out okay (laughs) it looks like it looks like there's actually going to be decent weather like it may the first two days are going to be in the 70s so like holy cow well i guess that's seattle so right seattle and vancouver and the highs on like even like juno is like 66 and the low is 52 no. so like i'm not, I'm not, I'm not even sure if i need any of this not bad at all shorts shorts t-shirts you're set all right everyone thanks for watching this rotowire.com slash soccer trial free 48 hour trial you can find jordan at blender hd on twitter ryan is at ryan Belangi. i am at rotos droik thank you for watching see everyone in the discord rotowire.com slash chat good luck this weekend we got two more saturdays before the final weekend thank you for watching thank you ryan thank you jordan thanks guys good luck everybody it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust 
The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com